to the Minds Channel. Today's February 13th, 2019. And I'm just going to get straight into it. Today's topic is the charge up. Our last episode, we spoke about energy and how energy energy is all around us. We have our own energy. And today we're just talking about charging our energy as people. So when thinking about the state of some of us people are in, what comes to mind is how do we change this state? How do we improve our well-being? I'm talking reversing the damage we inflict upon ourselves through bad habits, through lifestyle choices, bad influences. They're all around us today. For the past few days, I've been sick. I haven't been sick in a long time. Probably a year or more without any issues. So I'm speaking for myself as well. By all means, I'm not perfect. And the purpose of sharing my thoughts and my experiences to hear other stories and learn as well. As I share my knowledge. Hopefully this bug is behind me and in truth I haven't been following my regimen of health like I'm supposed to be doing. And I feel like I'm to blame for allowing my shields, aka immune system, to be compromised. Staying true to yourself and true to the proper ways is key. Honestly, a lot of times we compromise ourselves and blame other stuff outside of us no matter what i no matter what i believe nope scratch that i know there's a higher power there is nothing the world can do or people can do to affect that higher power i praise the universe and the master architect behind all of us the all as they say in describing the nakamadi We live in God and God lives within us. The earth is a being, a live being, resonating, harboring life. I look at the trees like the hair coming out of your head or on your arm, your forearm or something, you know. Each strand is like a little tree. And the organisms like you might look under a microscope and see bacteria swimming around in some water that's like, you know, a little mini ocean there. But every organism has a job to do. <clears throat> like bees, for example, pollinate flowers, going from one flower to the next, transferring pollen from flower to flower, enabling reproduction. There's a vast array of life here on planet Earth. We have been given many herbs, foods, and methods to deal with invaders. There are so many invaders trying to get on board or truthfully are already on board our spaceship, also known as our body. Today, I want to share a few things I've learned on the way of how to charge up. Okay, I'm back. And first and foremost, 
on the on the agenda today. I know I've done I spoke about this before, but food is first and foremost when it comes to energy. The food we eat is definitely gonna affect energy levels. <clears throat> food digestion uses a lot of energy. So foods that are more difficult to digest are gonna use more energy. It is said that digestion could take up to one third of our energy. Hence, you eat a big meal and want to take a nap. That's your digestive system turning on. Truth is, when you're going through financial hardship or just getting by, you can't really pick and choose what to eat, being that the prices are so ridiculous. We wind up eating a bunch of not so healthy man-made foods. Everything was natural at one point. When I say man-made, I mean the packaged foods with chemicals to prolong shelf life or fast food, microwave dinners. There's a whole gamut of this stuff available. Most of it, if not all of it, has adverse effects. Food is a very deep topic. Just remember, you are what you eat. Try some fresh fruits and veggies, food that still has energy stored in it food that was recently alive or possibly some herbs and fruits that are still alive herbs are great as well a green salad with fresh veggies and herbs and a natural dressing may change your energy level there are superfoods as well such as spirulina and chlorella adding this to a smoothie is great chia seeds hemp seeds I heard to avoid flaxseed because it has too much estrogen. There's lots of foods to avoid and lots of foods you want to take in. I'm not going to cover every food, maybe another day. The point of this is the point of this segment is do your research and look for foods that are going to charge you up. Not everything we eat is nutritious. Let's lean more towards the nutritious food to help charge our energy. Next, I want to talk about sun charging. Living in New England, this can be difficult during the winter and fall months. Not getting enough sunlight can death have you drained. I feel like I'm in long sleeves or sweatshirts and a coat all the time. It's cold out and there's no way I'm going to go sun charge in the freezing temperatures. But the truth is we need a little sunlight on our skin. Your skin also breathes. So constantly blocking up your skin and not getting the sun directly to it is something I really have a hard time with. If I could, I would sun charge every day. But where I am, there's literally maybe a third of the year where you can do it and be comfortable. Plus life's beckoning calls to be at work or be here or there. Then in the city where most people will look at you like some kind of quack for doing it. You know, you're just trying to do what's necessary for your health, but they're going to look at you like, oh, he's crazy. I mean, the wool has been over our eyes too long. The sun is also said to stimulate the pineal gland or what some call the third eye. 
the pine cone shaped gland inside of our skull actually reacts to sunlight. Studies show the pineal gland is one of our most important glands and is connected to all other glands. Nowadays, this is not a mainstream topic. Fact is, it seems the rulers of this world today opt to keep people sleep by fluoridating the drinking water and calcifying the gland. Fluoride is like a magnet to the pineal gland. It is said most American pineal glands are calcified by fluoride by the time they're 12, 13 years old. So probably before that because it's so heavy in the water now. So to keep this brief, getting more direct sunlight is of very importance. It's very important. I'm not saying go cook yourself in a 100 degree weather, but when you can get a little sunlight on you, the sun charges everything like a giant battery in the sky. We are kind of like plants, being that the sun is absorbed by our skin. Let's get a little sun and feel a lot better. Next on the list, I would like to talk about earth grounding. For those of you who've never heard of this, earth grounding is when you go barefoot on the soil or you could lay down in the grass or something, as long as your body's connected to the earth without nothing in between. What happens is when grounding, you in a way plug into the earth. The earth is energy and this energy flows through our bodies when in contact with the soil. This energy actually reduces inflammation in the body. In today's society, we all for the most part wear rubber soled shoes. The rubber inhibits this energy transfer. Our bodies store up positive electrons which can damage the body causing inflammation. So going barefoot actually releases the electrons into the earth. The earth transfers those positive and negative electrons that are like antioxidants for the body. There are some great benefits to earth grounding, and it seems a whole market is starting to flourish around it. With items such as grounding shoes, grounding mats, and various items to help aid you in your grounding endeavors. There are several documentaries about earth grounding. Check them out when you get a chance. You won't regret it. This is a simple solution that can help aid us against sickness and inflammation and it's absolutely free on top of that which is great just like the sun the sun's free right you know the plants the flowers are gonna grow anyway regardless whether we here or not so try to use these small tactics to uh you know improve our health so that was a short one so i'm gonna go right into water water is one of the most important thing to the charge the water is going to nourish cells bringing nutrients and minerals where they need to be water has become more of an item that you pay for for decent quality tap water is loaded with chemicals it's almost scary what's in it from fluoride and chlorine chloramine to pharmaceuticals pathogens and the list goes on Water is treated heavily 
before it reaches your faucet. Bottled waters are also treated as well. The plastic bottle it sits in is actually made of chemicals that leach into the water. Our oceans are literally full of plastic for the same reason. Bottled water really isn't helping the planet. Truth be told, I personally think distilled water may be the purest. It will help clean your body out quicker because there is nothing in it. Spring water is good, better than tap, but the plastic it's in leaches into the water. So where do we win with this water situation? Like, how do we win? It's like, are we ever going to get some pure water? Water is vital to our survival, but seems most sources are tainted in some way. So what can we do about it? This is a tough one, and most most aren't going to care what they're drinking as long as it tastes good. There are some ways to counter this combo of water toxicity. First and foremost, buy quality water. Some are better than others and recycle the bottles because they wind up in landfills then they wind up in our oceans. Distilling your own water is the oldest form of water purification. Boiling the water to steam and catching the steam in another preferably glass container. Our clouds are like a great dis- distiller of water cycle of our water cycle. The sun evaporates the water, the water turns into clouds, then rains fresh water. Any chemicals or path- pathogens will be left on the ground or if you was doing it with pots, it'd be left in one of the pots. There are also water filters. A good filter can clean up a lot of that crud that's in faucet water. Filters do have a lifespan and won't clean the water totally. There are reverse osmosis machines for that. Those are a little pricey, but it's more effective than traditional filters. With that being said, water and sun, like a plant, so is the human body. Water and sun, two essentials. We need, we need good water and sunlight. And that alone can help help increase your charge, your body charge. I'd also like to take a brief moment to talk about meditating. Having a good meditation will also assist you in the charge up. Knowing where you're going, knowing the good feeling of being alive and living life to its fullest, feeling alive and not dragging our way through life. I actually used to do this. I would combine earth grounding, sun charging, and meditation all at once. When you open your eyes after a few minutes of this, it seems the world actually seems brighter and a blissful, calming feeling is something I wish I could feel more often meditating is also said to reverse aging literally rejuvenating cells and creating new telomeres telomeres affect our aging and when telomeres get too short our cells can no longer reproduce so meditating is proven to lengthen these telomeres along with a healthy lifestyle Keeping that meditation going is also avoiding negative people and negative situations can also affect your health. Let's do our best to put these steps into practice.
I also want to talk about fasting. Fasting is a great way to increase overall energy. Why I'm including this is because, let's face it, whether we have a good diet or a bad diet, fasting is going to help clean the digestive system and use up all that energy stuck to our insides. If we keep putting food and drink down the same pipes, eventually you'll get plaque layer, you'll get a plaque layer on the walls. All our vitamins and minerals are absorbed through those walls. Fasting and drinking lots of water is going to help loosen that buildup. Cleansing our plumbing system is key. A detox and a fast will help absorb our nutrition and minerals better. Plus, the invaders don't have the mucus and buildup to set up shop and attack our bodies. There are many different forms of fasting. I suggest you do your research before taking on this journey. Going with the fasting regimen that best suits you. There are many ways. Water fasting, juice fasting, intermittent fasting, dry fasting. Some people might fast for a week. Some people might fast for 30 days. It all depends on what you're comfortable with doing and what your body can handle. And always remember, Jesus fasted for 40 days and 40 nights. He was a healer and spoke of the light within us. His lessons are absolutely relevant in today's society. I'm actually starting my first day of fasting. I'm going with some herbal teas and water. I'm going to do at least a few days of no food, just liquids. I too want to practice what I preach. I'm going to go more in depth into these topics, giving more specific foods and natural supplements to help aid in this quest for longevity. Always consult with a professional before putting any supplements or herbs in your body. Just because some different people are allergic to different things and things of that nature, most of this stuff is completely safe. You know, pharmaceuticals, more people perish from going to the doctor than actually, you know, a lot of different things like, you know, guns and shit. More people die from going to the doctor than guns. So this is crazy. So making a change in this whole outlook on life and trying to do the right thing and One thing I wanted to mention, too, as an honorable mention to this uh, podcast was black seed oil. You also want to look up black seed oil. Get a very good, get a good quality brand. Get some black seed oil in your system. It, It also does wonders. It's been around for ages. It definitely has plenty of healing properties can help you with a lot of things so that's my honorable mention for the day and thank you for listening i'm aj dub signing off have a blissful day and thank you for joining the minds podcast thank you once again and bliss to all